Welcome to Get Your Book Done. I'm your host, Christine Closer, a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestselling author, award-winning publisher, and book writing coach to thousands. I love helping aspiring nonfiction authors write, publish, and promote their best books because there's nothing more powerful than writing a book to transform your life, your readers' lives, your business, and ultimately the world with your message. So let's get started. Welcome to today's episode where we're going to be talking about how to turn your writing into income. And I know so many authors, like they write their books, are so passionate about their books. And then the book is like out in the world, like, okay, now how do I make money from my book? And it doesn't always come from selling massive amounts of copies of your book. Oftentimes it comes from other methods, other streams, other ways of serving in the world. And that is exactly what my wonderful guest today, Ellen Finkelstein, and I are going to be talking about. So let me introduce you to Ellen. She teaches speakers and authors to get their knowledge out to the world with a flourishing online business. And one of her passions absolutely is to help entrepreneurs and authors like you to use presentations and webinars as a method of reaching more people. She's been online for 15 years and has created websites with really high search engine rankings, more than 300,000 visitors a month, and generating tens of thousands of subscribers um, through her social media following and her email following. So she, of course, is a published author. We'll be talking about her books. She's got a couple of fantastic books you'll want to know about. Um, and her books have actually ranged, get this, from 20 pages to 1,200 pages. And she is really passionate about using all of her experience to help other people like you create client attracting websites to grow your list, create books and products and deliver webinars, powerful speaking opportunities to help people engage with you more deeply. So what? So you can turn your writing, your message into income. So welcome, Alan. I'm so glad to have you here today. Well, thank you so much for having me, Christine. I'm excited. Yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure. So let's get started how I always get started. And that is to find out like, how did you land in this world of authorship? I've heard some pretty interesting journeys as I've spoken with people on this show um, about how they landed in authorship. So I'm very curious to hear yours. Well, it was a long time ago. I think I wrote my first book in maybe 1997 and it happened pretty much by accident. So the story is that I had been doing some technical editing. My first books for major publishers, Wiley and Sons and McGraw-Hill were technical books on, on various computer programs. And there was an author who bailed out and they were desperate. In those days, publishers bought space on shelves in bookstores. Do you remember that, Christine? Way back when, <laughs> industry's changed a lot since then, but yep. Yes, yes, yes. And so the author like moved to Japan or something and couldn't finish a book. And I knew about the topic of the book. They were desperate. They'd already bought that shelf space. So they asked me to write a chapter and kind of to test me, I think. And then they gave me the book and it was called AutoCAD for Dummies Quick Reference. So, you know, the for dummies books and they had, yes. but they used to have a smaller version of it that was called Quick Reference. I don't think they do it anymore, but it was an easy book to write because it, they were just like quick references. It was like a list of commands, A through Z or something like that. So that was how I started 
writing, actually. And then an acquisitions editor, in case people don't know, she's the person who's like the salesperson who finds, who acquires the authors. And so one of them moved to another publisher. And so she kind of found me then and got me writing books on PowerPoint. A funny story about that. She asked me if I knew PowerPoint and she wanted me to write a teacher's answer guard, like questions, quiz questions for, um, huh. I forget what it's called, but it was McGraw Hill's educational division. And based on the book, I said, are you going to give me the textbook to write the questions from? And she said, yes. And I said, yeah, I know PowerPoint. Well, I didn't know PowerPoint. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Important lesson there, though. <laughs> like, if we wait to say yes to opportunity until we feel completely prepared, have everything in our hip pocket that we know we're going to need, um, oftentimes we'll miss out on opportunities. So I just love that you're speaking about this, Ellen, and I'm sure there's going to be a rainbow on the other side of you saying yes, sort of before you're ready. So yeah, well, I, the point is, is they gave me the textbook. So of course I could write answers, you know, quizzes, questions and answers based on, on the material. That was really easy. So I just, I knew I could do it. And so that started me writing. So first I was writing on AutoCAD, which is a drafting program. Then I was writing on PowerPoint. And I wrote numbers of books on that topic for a long time. And you mentioned books from 20 to 1200 pages. So after they kind of helped me a little bit with the AutoCAD books, they gave me their biggest book, Wiley's biggest book. They do the For Dummies books, but they also have a series of books called the Bible. Uh, so there's an Excel Bible and a Word Bible and a PowerPoint Bible and so on like that. And they mm. wanted to do an AutoCAD Bible. And they actually no longer allow one author to do it because it's because it's so big. It started out at 800 pages and ended up at 1200 pages. But I did that. Ooh. They upgraded every year. I don't do it anymore. Thank goodness, actually. But it went into 17 editions over about 19 years, was, pub was translated into 14 languages or something like that. And it was just this huge project. But it taught me so much about being consistent and persistent you know, writing a little bit every day to get something done on deadline. Interesting. You know, I was just re-watching a workshop that I facilitated last year, actually called the Transformation Quadrant Workshop, where I was teaching my foundational teaching tool that I feel like every author needs to do first, a tool called the Transformation Quadrant. And I was just, just re-listening to it recently, and I heard one of the students be like, oh, I get it. So this means like I actually have to really commit to doing it and be focused and set aside the time, almost like it's an assignment, like it's a job, like I have to do it. And it's like, well, yeah, if you want to write your book, you have to sit down and write your book, you know? Um, but we all have these moments of, you know, hearing something that we've heard forever and then having a moment of like really hearing it. But yeah, you gotta, you know, it, it does. It takes discipline, commitment, all of those things. And when you've signed a contract and they give you deadlines, quarterly deadlines for a quarter of the book or whatever it is, then it is an assignment and you have to get it done by that date. Yep. So just to continue, I started about 1997. I said, writing these various books on AutoCAD and PowerPoint. In 1999, I created my first website as an author platform. And as you also probably know, Christine, around that time, authors started doing that and doing some of their own marketing but as things went more online, the publishers did not keep up and they did not do a very good job of 
marketing online. And That's so for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I had to learn. I had to learn how to create my own website. I started out by hand coding HTML, which thank goodness I don't have to do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and developing an email list as well and blogging every week for many, many years. On both those topics, AutoCAD and PowerPoint, I've sold the AutoCAD piece of it right now now already, but I still have the PowerPoint piece of it. And so just to tell you what that 1200 page book, so that book retailed for $50 on Amazon, it was discounted to $30, but even just go for the $50 price. So my contract was 10% of the wholesale price. So that meant I got two, that's $25, I got $2.50 per book. So that's crazy. One of the joys of traditional publishing, right? Yeah, you've got some credibility and some distribution, but you're making pennies on the dollar. Exactly. And I say joy tongue in cheek right, in, right, case right, right. in case you didn't figure right, that right, out. Right. Now I have to say that those books, I also did a for dummies book on flash and collectively those books got me my $60,000 down payment on my house. And so I'm not complaining. These books sold a lot. And I made decent money doing it. But after a while, when I had my own email list and my own platform, it occurred to me, I could sell books myself off of my website. Mm -hmm. And so in 2004, I wrote my first book. It was about PowerPoint. It was called 101 Tips Every PowerPoint User Should Know. And I got maybe 98% of that price. I think I sold it for around $20 and I got about $19 of it. Sweet. And so, yeah, what a difference. <laughs> so I, I, that really sold me on selling my own books, which is what I did most of the time. And I now have two books recently that I wrote with Connie Reagan Green that I put on, that are on Amazon, but actually sold, made the most money selling PDFs, of my eBooks on my website. And then I, you know, we'll get into a little bit more about how to turn that in, into income. So having streams of income that come out of those books. Let's talk about that. Cause you just made that sound like super easy, right? Like, oh, I just started selling my books online then I was making 98% of what I was selling them for which is, you know, complete reversal. Um, even in your favor, more of a reversal than what it was when you were with the traditional publishers. So when mm -hmm. you talk about, you know, turning your writing into income, like what would you say are maybe some of the top, you know, three ways that our listeners, you know, just like to share some ideas to get them thinking about what are the different things that I can do um, in terms of turning their writing, turning their message, turning their stories and wisdom and expertise into more income? Like, do you have, you know, your top three or what your favorite ones are? Obviously you like to sell books from your own website, but what else would you recommend for listeners? Right. So in instead of three ways to make income, I'm going to, I think I'm going to talk about it in terms of three steps. Great. Because the first step is to build an email list. And, and that part of it isn't actually bringing in income. It's bringing in potential income. And you do that by making a free offer in the book. And whether you publish on Amazon or you publish your own PDF off your website, whatever it is, you should have a free offer where people have to put in their email address in order to get something that's valuable to them. So I think of that as the first step to creating an online business because then you have an audience that you can, you can sell to. So that would be my first step we, I call it a freebie, <laughs> but it, it, it's a free offer. 
So then the second step would be some type of product. And it would be an expansion of your book, of going more deeply into one topic of it or all of the topic, whatever it is, some type of information product that people can learn more about. And then the last step would be something that would be more like a course or a a, some type of class or workshop or an e-course, you, you could call it uh, anything that, first of all, involves your time, uh, but also is more expensive. So be one-on-one, but usually it's in a group, but people are getting, can ask you questions in time. We call it synchronous learning. And so that would be the third step to create a really solid product that you can make a significant amount from. Got it. And do you have, like, when you say, obviously, the lead magnet, the freebie to build the list in the first place, that is something that's going to be no cost. When you talk about the info product, like something, you know, quick, easy, simple that they can buy, do you have a preferred sort of a price range for that next level once they're going from the freebie? You know, obviously, we know that some people will come in off of a free lead magnet or a $15 or $20 book and end up maybe in a, you know, five, 10, $15,000, you know, coaching or mentoring type of program. But if people were going to stair step, like, and go through the steps from the freebie to the info product, to the more robust course or workshop, do you have a recommended um, price point that you suggest people take a look at for that first, you know, entry level, if you would, will paid info product after the freebie? So not really you know, just a number. Okay. So I would say two things. Uh, Number one, test different price points and see Mm -hmm. what works best. And number two, it really depends on your niche. So for example, I taught a class in in writing an ebook at one point, and there was this one guy and he was this expert at inspecting. (laughs) It's such a funny thing, inspecting cable, like twisted cable, like the kind that might hold a ship to shore or the kind that holds oil rigs. Oh boy. You know, to the, to the you know, important so job. That kind of thing. It's, it's really, really important, but it's, re- and it's really high end and his audience is, you know, oil, oil companies and stuff like that. So his product would be a lot more expensive than it might be, you know, something else like some, maybe, um, you know, a detox diet or something like that. So everybody, it depends your target market. It depends your field, what, what's the going rate in that. So I would definitely don't undersell yourself, but I would try various, various price points. Excellent. Great advice. We're actually, we're testing something right now. We have a lead magnet. You can go check it out at freebookwritinghelp.com. And it's like a seven day trial for my award-winning get your book done program. Like we just started giving away the first module to people for free for a week to give it a try. Again, like show notes, we'll have the link to that, but we're doing some uh, price testing on that at the moment. Cause we're like, well, it's working at this, like, would it work at this other price? Like, we don't know. We don't want to undersell it, but we want to, exactly. you know, help people. So we're in the process of testing um, and figuring out what the balance is for that particular, you know, for that particular program, which is a little more robust than a simple info product. But I appreciate you speaking to the importance of testing because so much that happens online is about testing, whether it's ads or whether it's, you know, your own price point. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. So when you talk about the, you know, the course, the workshop, like the higher level thing, I'm going to ask the same question again, and I'm sure it's going to elicit um, an answer that 
might go a different direction, but that will be fantastic. And that really is, you know, wondering, okay, now that there's going to be a more robust offer, like, do you recommend them in the beginning that people have that higher level offer be say one-on-one coaching, or do you really think it wise, you know, to get people right into a course or a group experience of some sort? Cause I've, I've heard conflicting things. There's a lot of people like course is the most important thing that you can do. And other people like, don't do a course until you, you know, you have like a sold out private practice and you've really done what, this is obviously for those of you that are coaches, consultants, trainers, mm-hmm. um, practitioners of some sort or another. So what, what's your philosophy on that? I actually haven't heard that question before. So I don't agree with the idea that you should have a filled out one-on-one practice before you do a course. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. First of all, one-on-one coaching is more expensive. And so it's harder to get clients for a more expensive thing than it is for a group. And so you could have a pretty good price for a group and get 10 people in there and make a lot more money than you would with a one-on-one coaching practice. So, and it also depends on how you want to use your time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we, and you should be considerate of your own time. So not everybody wants to do one-on-one coaching. Uh, I do a small amount of it, but it's part of a membership. So it's not, you know, I, I do some of it, but I prefer to do group coaching. I love teaching. And so I really like having a class and answering people's questions and, and, and teaching in the group. And, and, and in a group coaching situation or a class, people help each other as well. There's definitely a a benefit to doing some type of coaching. So I think that, you know, if you were to wait until you had a filled out one-on-one coaching practice, I think you'd be delaying your success and and also delaying how many people you reach for a long time. The leverage opportunity that of course, you know, delivers is certainly far greater than that of one-on-one. For sure. Right. So then you can, t- once you have people in a group course, then you can upsell them to one-on-one. I would rather go in that direction than the other way around. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Glad I asked. And it's funny because I've definitely been told before, oh, I've never heard that question before. Um, Cause I like, I want to <laughs> know, you know, like, I don't, I don't, it doesn't matter to me what the answer is. Cause I have, I've heard both sides of the coin um, on that one. So mm-hmm. I definitely wanted to hear your thoughts because obviously we're here to help our people turn their writing um, into income and what are some of the best ways to do that. So um, I actually want to jump back to the first thing, like the first step you talked about, and that is the freebie to the list build. Because I mm-hmm. think probably a good majority of our listeners already understand, okay, yeah, I need a list. And they can put up the website, okay, right? Good. They can put up the page. They can connect it to MailChimp or Keep or whatever, you know, it is that they're using um, to capture the information and to send out the download and to, you know, be able to continue communicating with those people. Do you have any thoughts or suggestions on how our authors might be able to get more people um, over there? I know you said, you know, write about it in the, the book. And um, one of the things I suggest people do is that, if they want to build a list directly from the book, because they can't track their buyers on Amazon, and that's where most people are buying their books, put a freebie inside the book mm-hmm. that's related to the book, that's going to help deepen that person's experience, like an action guide or a guided meditation or a checklist or something that's going to make them feel like it's right. you know really good for the, for the um, digestion of the material inside of the book. But what other, or do you have any other thoughts on how authors can be getting someone 
over to that email list to engage with them so that they are on the other side, you know, there in a relationship with the author and open to receiving an offer of some sorts, whether it's for the info product at the lower end or, you know, a group course of some sort. Um, do you have any thoughts on that? So in terms of growing your list there, I would say two big cat, well, there are three big categories. One big category is advertising, of course, but I'm going to not cover that so much. <laughs> that could take a few days if you really dug into advertising. Yes, exactly. I know. I know. So, well, maybe, so maybe I'll give you three other ways. Uh, so one, and social media is, is one of those ways that you can do that. Uh, but the two ways that, that I think work best, and they're, they're kind of interrelated, is creating events like doing a webinar or, or organizing a giveaway or organizing a web summit, that kind of thing. Those types of events can bring you huge numbers of people to your list. They're not coming through your book, but the secret is my, my last point, which is partnering with people. When you partner with other people, uh -huh. that is the secret sauce for growing your list. You can do something as simple as trading recommendations of your freebie. So I will recommend your freebie and you'll recommend my freebie. And we can bring, let's say a couple of hundred people to each other. And if you do that regularly, your list will grow and that will give you not only a list of people to sell upsell to, but it will give you a list of people to promote other people's, your partners to, your partner's products to. Uh, you can do affiliate marketing in that sense, or you, you can just do the freebie, whatever you want to do. So the combination of partnering with people and creating events are just huge. And everybody needs to be doing that. I think that if you have an online business, you need to be developing relationships with people all the time. It is so important. And I will tell you that relationships and creating online events has been the only way, pretty well, not the only, but the vast majority of how people ended up on my email list. Um, it was creating an event, exactly. reaching out to colleagues, you know, friends, um, people who have people who might be interested in what I'm doing for free, who I've built enough relationship with who are willing to be like, yeah, I'll share that with my people and they'll get paid for any sales that end up coming out of it. And it's been by far like my top strategy um, for basically, you know, turning my writing um, into income, you know, my message, my work into income is through the partnering to get people to come to an event yep. that I host, facilitate, lead, teach, deliver great value on, and then, you know, progress some people from that into one of my paid offers. So fantastic. There you go. Great. It works. Yes. <laughs> and actually, um, on that note, I do want to let everyone know that we have um, meticulously timed the live airing. Well, not live because this is a pre-recorded podcast, um, but the airing of this episode because Ellen, this Wednesday, if you're listening, we dropped the episode on the 22nd of February in 2021, um, this Wednesday Ellen is actually doing a free live training that I highly recommend that you go check out if you are interested, in fact, in turning your writing into income, because it is literally called the Knowledge to Income Roadmap. 
and she's going to walk you through in much more detail than she has today, although today has been super helpful. Um, she's going to walk you through how to turn the knowledge into income in that deeper dive training. It's absolutely free. You get it over to the show notes and you can click on the link there for the knowledge to income roadmap, and you'll go straight over to be able to register for that training and spend more time with Ellen this week, right away on the 22nd. So please, please, please go ahead and be sure to do that. Um, so Ellen, I don't know how the time seems to, I always, I know you guys who listen to me, I say this like every time you hear an episode, like, I don't know how the time goes so fast. Um, but here we are, the time has gone kind of fast. And I would love um, to hear from you, like in regards to authors really turning their writing, their message, their knowledge, their wisdom, their stories, if you will, into income, like what's the most important takeaway that you really want them to get? I mean, you've been immersed in this world for a while now. You know, you've seen what works, you've seen what doesn't work, you've seen great success, you've probably seen some things that haven't worked. What's the most important thing you're like, gosh, if they just walk away with one thing from listening to our episode today, this is what I want them to walk away with. What would that be? You know, you help people write transformational books and people who have that knowledge that can transform people's lives, that's really an amazing gift. But if you want to turn it into income, you need to, as Stephen Covey says, start with the end in mind. So mm -hmm. you need to have an idea of how you're going to create an income stream from what you're writing. And I recommend, I always recommend outlining before you write, but even before you outline, I recommend writing a little blurb or something. My goal for my readers is this transformation, but my goal for me is to create this type of income from these types of products or whatever it might be. And then that will guide your whole book. So I do see people, sometimes they write a book, they want to make income, but they haven't thought about how they're going to make that income. And so they leave a lot of things out, like a link to a free offer, but e even more than that, it's just not directed in that way. So people are leaving a lot of money on the table. And I think losing the opportunity to help many more people by not having that whole you know, this is what in this webinar, which is called the Knowledge to Income Roadmap, I explain this roadmap, you know, how you, you get through all of these steps. And so you need to know those steps in advance before you start writing so that you can gain the results that you want. And I really like, I want some of you who are listening to go back and listen to what Ellen just said over again, <laughs> because I don't know about you, Ellen, but I feel like sometimes I can talk and talk and talk to my authors through the writing process. I mean, one of the first things I do in the very first lesson I teach is to have them talk specifically about what transformation they want their book to help bring about in their business. They wanted to help them get speaking engagements. They wanted to help them get private clients. They wanted to help them move people into a course. Like where is this book moving people in the business? And it's so frustrating sometimes because as much as I talk about it, as much as I teach it, and I do it like right up front in the very first lesson of the Get Your Book Done program, so many of them like go through writing the book and they forget, like they just, it's as if they never heard me say it in the first place. So Aww, some of you Christine. may need to go back and listen, um, you know, to this over again, or just tune in your ears right now that if you want to make income, if you want to turn your writing, your book, your message into income, 
you got to be thoughtful about how that flow is going to happen, how someone's going to move from the book into a deeper experience, a paid experience with you, because that's how it happens. So everybody <laughs> listen to Christine and don't make her frustrated. Listen to what she says and do what she says and you'll get the results that you want. <laughs> well, you know, it's just like, it's just heartbreaking because like we talked about this like months ago. Don't you remember? Like, I don't, you know, and I know there have been things that I've like had people say to me that, I'm just not paying attention to. And then later I'm like, Ooh, maybe I should have paid attention. So this is one of those things to pay attention to what Ellen and I both just talked about and put an exclamation mark on. Yep. So um, any final words of wisdom in closing before we wrap here in a minute? Yes. I, I think that I, again, maybe for transformational authors, sometimes they feel like it's sort of sleazy to have a financial goal or an income goal from their book. But just remember that you'll only reach a certain number of people through your book. And so it's usually, not always, but usually through courses and other products and maybe coaching or whatever it is that you sell that you're going to reach more people and transfer more lives. So just include all of that together. It's not sleazy. It's how you transform and change the world. Oh, so well said. Thank you so much, Ellen. And again, I just want to encourage everyone to head over to the show notes from today's show so you can get the link to go ahead and join um, Ellen in her live training. If you're listening to us on Monday, the 22nd, when we aired live, it's happening this Wednesday, the 24th. So um, please be sure to, um, to head over to the show notes and take a listen. And Ellen, thank you so much for your time today, for your energy, for your passion and for sharing your wisdom and sharing some really good practical, you know, solid, simple steps that I think probably cleared some stuff up for people today. So thank you for your time. Well, thank you so much. And it was lots of fun. Yes, absolutely. My pleasure. And as always, listeners, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being the type of person who not only feels this calling inside your heart to write your book, but you are showing up here, engaged in a conversation, giving of your time and your energy to learn and to be engaged in this process of following that calling and actually getting that book written and out in the world so that you can make the difference you're here to make and you can live that fulfilled life as an author um, that nothing else quite does like authorship. It really is about fulfilling that calling. So, so grateful that you're here and look forward to hearing you on the next episode. All right. Bye for now, everyone. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Get Your Book Done. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to everything we talked about today. And if you want my help with your book, head over to christinecloser.com to learn more and get a free copy of my book, The Transformation Quadrant, which will show you how to blueprint your book in 15 minutes or less. The Get Your Book Done podcast is where the leading conversation is happening for transformational authors everywhere. And I'm grateful you tuned in. 